When you don't have access to a radio or computer, listen to us on your mobile device. Download the free app for Android or iPhone at RadioOnTheGo.com. Stay connected all the time to 104.9 KLMJ Radio On The Go. Attention valued customers of First Bank Hampton. This is Dave Huberger and we're getting ready for a fresh, exciting update coming your way. We're thrilled to announce that our lobby will be refreshed to serve you better than ever before. Picture this, modern, spacious, and designed with your comfort in mind. Services will not be disrupted during our lobby refresh and you can continue to shop and conduct your daily banking. We can't wait to share a new welcoming atmosphere with you. First Bank Hampton is a member of FDIC. Welcome to the First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Newsmaker is an informative local broadcast presented Monday through Friday on 104.9 KLMJ with interviews available in their entirety online at RadioOnTheGo.com. Each day, newsmakers from Hampton, Franklin County, and around the broadcast area visit with Radio On The Go about events, meetings, public policy, and issues affecting our area. And now, here's today's Newsmaker Program presented by First Bank Hampton, home of Nesteg. Good afternoon. On today's Radio On The Go Newsmaker program, we are joined by Iowa Department of Natural Resources Forest Wildlife Research Biologist Jim Coffey. Wanted to bring him on today to talk about deer. It's getting to be that time of the year again where the deer are going to start moving around a lot. And Jim, you and I were just talking at the beginning here before we started the interview. Tell folks about the deer population in Iowa. How many uh, ballpark do we have and what kind of deer do we have? Yeah, so in, in the Midwest, upper Midwest, we would have what's the North American white-tailed deer, and most people are very familiar with what that looks like. The, the closest other species that we would have in potentially Western Iowa would be the mule deer, and we see a very few of those in the state. So we manage for a white-tailed deer population. Population numbers hard to give because deer are pretty secretive, even though we do a good job of trying to count them and keep track of them. And it varies very much in all 99 counties. So we kind of come up with after-birth population estimate of around 350 to potentially 500,000 deer a year, but our real population modeling goal is to sustain a harvest between 100 and 120,000 deer per year in the state. Let's talk about the movements now. You mentioned a couple of reasons in a news release, but can you tell folks why they're going to be moving so much? Yeah, so the main reason deer are going to be moving here in late October and early November is the fall rut will be on, and the rut is the reference to the breeding season. The females will come into estrus, the males will start tending them, and that just makes animals get a little goofy and change their normal behaviors that we're used to the other 10 or 11 months out of the year. But in Iowa, we also have some other factors. We're going to start seeing the daylight savings time change, and we know that deer tend to move during the mornings and the evenings, so now we have drivers on the road with a time change that the deer don't have watches. They look at when the sun's setting and when the sun's rising. And then more importantly too, we're going to see that crop harvest start to occur and it already is occurring in many parts of the state. And that's going to change deer behavior as they're being pushed and moved as those crops are being taken out of the field. They're starting to move to those smaller riparian areas and smaller waterways to kind of get ready for the, the rest of the fall and winter. Now there's always been talk about when you see one deer you might as well assume there are more. Is that still pretty true? That's very much the case, and, and we always remind people, we see that first deer, and, and we're a little bit in awe. Oh, there's a deer in front of me. But we have to remember that many times that's an adult doe deer, and she'll probably have one or two fawns behind her that really aren't paying attention to anything other than their mother running across the road. And then in other cases, it's that buck deer that's trailing that doe that's in asterisk um, because he's trying to tend her. And so we watch the doe, and we don't look and see that second or third deer that's coming across the highway behind us the deer the size of them and i know i've seen a few around here that have a pretty good size rack are those mainly males or what are those 
Well, only the males have racks, and that rack continues to grow as they get older up to a certain point, and then the, as the testosterone levels drop, that rack may not grow much more. But those male deer uh, are going to fight for dominance. They're going to get kind of a pecking order together. They try to use that as a way to breed the, the most aggressive does or, the, I guess, the more mature does. So the rack has a function. It's an attraction to the females, but it's also how the bucks fight with each other to determine that dominance hierarchy. Advice you want to give to the traveling public, those that are driving, what should they do? Yeah, so, you know, we just want to put our really good defensive driving skills in place. Deer are very habitual, so if you know an area where deer tend to cross, that's going to be a high percentage area we really need to watch out for, especially where streams cross roads or fence lines come up to road intersections. But my main thing that I tell people, especially even my teenage kid drivers, is we're sweeping our eyes from fence row to fence row. We're not just looking at the roadway. We're constantly scanning the roadway. We're dropping our speed down probably about five miles an hour during that rut time of the year because that gives us a little more reaction time and then the one that really bothers me the most is tailgating is you can't tell if a deer runs across front of the car in front of you but you still need time to brake and so we see people that brake and then they get rear-ended by the car that's behind them so we need to maintain that proper distance just like the dot tells us to allow stopping conditions to happen lots of things that we can do to try to avoid that collision and then the final thing i always try to take is there is a campaign between the iowa dnr and iowa dot called don't veer for deer. And what that is, is that's your best chance of coming out of a car crash with the least amount of injury. Is that deer, it seems big at the time, you're much better off if you have to, to go ahead and hit that deer and maintain control of your vehicle than try to swerve, which could cause you to go into an opposite lane or go down into a ditch where you then run into a permanent non-moving object like a culvert or a tree, which will cause much more injury to yourself. We don't want to hit a deer. I don't ever want anybody to hit a deer, but if my options are to hit a deer or hit another oncoming car, I'm going to hit the deer every time. How soon will we start seeing hunting seasons? So actually, we're in the youth hunting season right now, and starting October 1st, the bow hunting season will start. So we're, we're into that hunting time of the year for deer, as well as other species that are going on right now. And what we have to remember is those deer are being pushed, and they're being moved outside of their normal ranges. So they're a little unfamiliar with territory, they're a little unfamiliar with crossing roads, and then you put those other factors like time change, and when we're on the road, and the crops coming out, it just, everything starts to kind of line up that we really have to be defensive drivers. Jim, in closing, any Anything else you want to add or if people want to find out more information about this topic, where can they go? always recommend people, you know, you can go to iowadnr.gov, our webpage, and then they can always give me a phone call and we'll be glad to talk to deer, anything about deer we'll talk about with them, or any other questions about what's going on with Iowa's wildlife. We want to engage with Iowa's citizens about Iowa's wildlife. All right, well, our thanks to Jim Coffey, today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program. First Bank Hampton's Newsmaker program can be heard every Monday through Friday on 104.9 FM following KLMJ's News at Noon. To hear today's conversation in its entirety, visit RadioOnTheGo.com, click Newsmaker under the News tab. Podcast listeners can follow Newsmaker and listen to other broadcasts on demand by subscribing to the Radio On The Go podcast for free on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks for listening to today's Newsmaker program presented by your friends at First Bank Hampton, home of Nesteg. Tired of standing in line at the bank? 
Hi, this is Maria Seams with First Bank Hampton. Banking is now as easy as snap, tap, and deposit. Open your bank app, snap a photo of your check, tap a few buttons, and voila, your money is deposited into your checking account right away. No more rushing to the bank before closing time. No more waiting in line. With Mobile Deposit, you have the power of doing banking right in your pocket. Your time matters, and so does your money. Download the First Bank Hampton app today. Member FDIC. 